31. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is John. I'm Keith. And this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to look through it mm-hmm. and see God. We don't come to it primarily to look at it um, and see ourselves. Yeah. Right, we're starting the Book of Micah. Yeah. Micah. My- yeah. Book of Micah, bro. Super good. Right. Eighth century, he's prophesying around the same time as Isaiah, right? And so Micah is from South Side, right? right. He's from <laughs> Southern Judah, right? But he's going to talk to Israel on the North Side, like, yo, y'all tripping. And he's going to talk to his own, right? Or his own uh, right. territory as well. And like the other prophets, he's just going to confront them about sin. And one of the things that's really good, right? As you kind of read through these and work through the outlines of the book, it feels like man, a lot of these guys are saying the same thing. And part of it is, is because- They are. Yeah, (laughs) they are saying the same thing. And this shows just how far gone the people of God are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The people can continue to say the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. And the things don't change, right? It would be like, Mm. if people were talking about America right now, right? You've got lots of historians or- commentators mm-hmm. that are calling out the same thing. We're polarized, polarized, polarized. Mm-hmm. There's a wealth gap, there's a wealth gap, there's a wealth gap, mm-hmm. right? The poor are oppressed or oppressed or oppressed. That's what you're gonna get mm-hmm. in the profits. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. That's no, that's a good way to put it, great way to frame it. You know, Mike is gonna come out in the first few verses and he's gonna say, yo, look, the Lord is leaving his, pa- his uh, place and coming down to trample the heights of the earth, the mountains will melt beneath him and the valleys will split apart. So remember in Exodus 19, God comes down to make a covenant with his people. Here, God, he's like, God's gonna come down because y'all broke Broke the covenant. Broke the covenant that I made with you guys. Uh, And so Micah is like, yo, y'all wildin', y'all are guilty of so much. Right. Cult prostitution, idol worship on the high places where y'all supposed to be worshiping God. Like just all kind of stuff. And, you know, these are the things, once again, that the nations were known for. Right. And y'all are acting like the nations. Right. Right. I set you apart. I loved you. I cared for you. And this is how y'all going? <laughs> this is y'all going to do? And it's so funny, bro, because he's going to go around and name all these places. He's like, yo, I've got names. He's I like, got you, receipts. You, yeah. you. <laughs> and it's like that J-line in uh, Heart of the City. He's like, let's end the speculation. I'm talking, talking to all, all of y'all. y'all. <laughs> like, I'm talking about all of y'all. Ain't no, there's no speculation. Right. You know exactly who this is for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, man, he's going in, talking about God's will, God's judgment. And, uh, you know, in chapter two, like you said, he's going to talk about the wealthy and the poor, right? right. Like economics and all these things that we see throughout history and, th- and today was present then, That's right? What like the yeah. heart of man is still the same. So he's going to say, yo, woe to those who dream of wickedness and prepare evil plans on their beds. At morning light, they accomplish it because the power is in their hands. The abuse of power. They covet fields and seize them. They also take houses. They deprive a man of his home, a person of his inheritance. One of the things the apostle Paul is going to say is that greed is idolatry, mm. right? And so we see here, greed in the people of God is indicative of improper worship, right? right? right. Because of their idol worship, yeah. they've become greedy, whether right. it's money or whether it, whatever it is, right. they've become greedy and that they've taken you know, from people that don't have, right. um, even though they already yeah, have. Yeah, man. And so like one of the crazy things here is too is 
you know, God's going to judge the nation, mm-hmm. but he's specifically calling out the sins of the leaders, yeah. right? And so it's Every time. like, yeah, that it's a, that the nation is ultimately going to suffer mm-hmm. because of its leaders, right? Mm. One of the things that I love, though, about Micah 1 through 4 is, you know, God goes in on these judgments, yeah, but then there's these abrupt little, like, Misses. ah, but there's hope too. Nah, listen, yeah, yeah, yeah it's not going to be all that there is, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of 2, God's like, yo, I'm going to judge you, send everybody in to exile, mm-hmm. but I'm going to come back and lead you all like a shepherd, right? And mm-hmm. you, so it's like, man, even as... Micah is pronouncing this message of judgment, right? Mm. Hope is leaking all through it. Mm. It seems like God is eager to that's get there good. to let them know that he's not completely done with them yet. Mm. No, that's so good, bro. Um, it's weird because like, yeah, he'll give a message of hope and then he'll go back to the judgment, <laughs> right? He's right. like, but another thing, right? <laughs> and so in three, man, he's going to talk about, yeah, like you said, you know, the leaders. And man, one of the things that he just said that struck me and made me think of our time was basically the very people that were put in place to serve, protect, and administer justice were the very ones who were cre- who were committing the greatest injustices. Yeah. And it just feels so eerily similar, right? The the judges, the prophets, the priests, all of that, you know. And one of the things he's going to say about the false prophets, and we talked about this before, is that they declared peace when there was no peace. Right. Right? Like, they declared, no, like, we're fine. There's no sin. We're, <laughs> right? There's no sin. There hasn't been this historic long track record right. of sin amongst God's people. Right. Right? And we're good with God. Right. And, you know, like, when we see that, bro, like, that is a the mark of deception, right? right? Like that is deceiving your hearers, but that is also a mark of deception yourself and right. actually an indication mm. that God's judgment is upon your head. <laughs> yeah. So no, I feel it. Yeah. So it's like, man, it's just, it's it's this idea that God's people are bereft of, of spiritual discernment. Mm. And God is using the prophet Micah here to point that out. Yes. Yeah. One of the things that you said that I loved is like, man, you read it. And it feels eerily similar to where we are right now. Yeah. Um, and that's because people don't change. Mm, mm. Humanity is going to do what humanity <laughs> does. Yeah, man. But the good news of that too is like God doesn't change either, right? Mm, God, mm. God's got 2020 vision. God's got x-ray vision. Yeah. God sees through it. And the good thing about God is that he doesn't change, which means um, his eyesight doesn't diminish as the years go on, oh, right? Praise God. So if we feel the same sorts of things that they feel here, we can be confident that God sees those same sorts of things with the same clarity that he mm. does mm. here, and God has the same intentions to address these sort of things yeah. with both judgment and hope. Yeah, absolutely. And Michael 4 yeah. just ends off the book with hope. And he's going to say, man, in the last days, you know, I already talked about Jerusalem being destroyed, but in the last days, it's going to be rebuilt. The temple will be redone. God's city is going to be restored. Also, you know what? Gentiles, the nations, they're going to be streaming towards Jerusalem as well, right? Mm. And, um, you know, God's blessing and instruction will go out from Jerusalem. 
And you know, only this is only going to come because this king, this great, good, and righteous king from the line of David is going to come and die in Jerusalem first. Right. And then he's going to bless his people out from Jerusalem, giving them the blessing that none of us deserve at all. Uh, Oh, Father, we thank you for providing for us uh, that which we don't deserve. Uh, It's in Jesus' name we pray.